Of faith and doubt, Genesis 11 opens with a story that many of us have heard since childhood, the Tower of Babel. But I'd like to take a different angle on the story in today's sermon on Walk Through the Word. This is Brother Joseph, and thank you for joining me. Uh, today, I'd like to focus on fulfilling the calling of God in your life. And again, this is based off of Genesis 11. Two chapters earlier, God commanded Noah to spread throughout the whole world after the great flood. He said, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That's Genesis 9 verse 1. Yet just about two generations after Noah, humanity made a choice to rebel against God's purpose for them. Why did God want humanity scattered across the world? Why didn't humanity listen? And what lesson can we learn that's applicable to our lives today? Let's focus in on these three questions for the next few moments. First, let's look at the plan of God. Before the flood, all of humanity was gathered together and filled the land as we've shown in previous lessons. When man built cities, sin and moral decay swiftly follow. God knew the evil that resides in the human heart. Just look today at our cities from New York to Las Vegas, which has earned the deplorable name of Sin City. God, So God resolved to spread mankind around the planet. He didn't want groups of humans clumped up together, which would lead to rebellion against his plan. Remember, he knows our nature better than we do. We don't need evidence to prove God's word. Frankly, I believe that science is supported by the word of God and not the other way around. And there are many factors that show all humanity was once of one language, from common language roots to similarities in our astronomical charts that are relatively consistent in how the stars are analyzed across ancient civilizations. So the Bible statement that nothing that they will propose to do will now be impossible for them in Genesis 11:6b is very accurate. Let's take a look at humanity's response. Now, this is where I want to spend the most of our time together. Mankind had an answer to God's declaration, and that answer was a firm no. No, they wouldn't scatter across the world. No, they wouldn't believe that another flood would not happen. They would stick together because there's safety in numbers, right? They would build a tower that would reach to heaven. So just in case another flood happened, they would all be safe. You see, the sad reality is that within just a few years of the flood, humanity had already forgotten that God is faithful to his word. They didn't see this as the work of God. It was a story told by old men, Noah and his sons, and not a living reality to the successive generations. How we can compare that to the way the word of God is treated today, regardless of how many signs and wonders God does to prove his word, regardless of how many prophecies we see fulfilled before our eyes day after day, to many, the word of God is simply the words of old men that can be debated, questioned, and reasoned with. Then, as now, humanity chooses doubt instead of faith. So, ruled by fear, humanity chose to follow the logical course of action. God had said he wouldn't destroy the earth with water, but they didn't believe that. So they instituted their own safety plan, a tower which could serve as a temple for worship, as well as an escape route in the event that the flood happened again. You see, humanity didn't question that there was a flood. The evidence was all around them. But as their faith in God waned, their trust in their own ability and their self-worship grew. Genesis 11 verse 4 says, Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a tower and a city with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. Now, I just want to pause here. If you're looking at it on the website, dlwbc.com, you'll note that I have that segment bolded. And let us make a name for ourselves. It was about self-reliance and self-worship. But I also want to emphasize that word, lest. This tower was their way of determining the fact that keeping themselves from being scattered across the whole world in the event another flood or some other catastrophe happened. Their decisions were not made by faith, 
but doubts. Fear kept them from accomplishing the very purpose that God set them here to do. And as a result, they turned to idolatry. So today, I'd like to say, you cannot accomplish the plan of God for your life as long as you are afraid of failure or the devil or anything in this life. Being the man or woman, the boy or girl that God wants you to be requires you to step out in courage and faith. Staying where you are or in doubt or self-reliance might give you the illusion of security, but you will never have the testimony that you would have had had you obeyed God and trusted his word. We see that this doubt actually led humanity away from the God who had spared their ancestor Noah, the God to whom they owed their lives, and led them to idolatry. You see, God's will God's word, excuse me, will always convict a heart that is not right with him. If your attitude or perspective in life isn't pleasing to God, don't expect him to leave you alone. God comes to chasten us, to hammer us into a state so that we're finally pleasing to him. See Hebrews 12 verse 6. And humans don't like this. We don't like to have our lives interfered with. We don't like God to come down and force us to change or try to get us to change our perspectives. So we automatically rebel and shrink back unless we willingly choose to follow the path of faith. And God then did not leave humanity alone. He confused their language and showed that he is the master of every situation. If they wouldn't obey him of their own free will, then he would force the issue and make it bend to his will. Why? Why does God care? Because he is the God of love and he knows that if left alone, we will destroy ourselves. Just think, it's taken now 4,000 years for our human species to come back to a similar amount of evil as the world had before the Great Flood. And that's with us being scattered by geographical and linguistic barriers. What would have happened if we had all been together speaking the same language? Remember, before the flood, when everyone was together and everyone spoke the same language, God had to destroy mankind in only 2,000 years. We've had double that amount of time because we've been scattered, because we've spoken different languages, because we've had different times, different opportunities to grow our own individuality. And as a result, we've still come right back to the point of being ready for destruction. We're on the brink. But it's God and his mercy has allowed us to get an extra 2,000 years. It was his mercy that caused us to scatter. He was saving us from ourselves and giving us a chance to know him as individuals. Now let's wrap this up today by looking in at your life. Like early humanity, each of us has a choice. Each of you listening to my voice this morning, you have a choice. You can stay behind the crumbling tower walls of your unbelief, or you can step out in faith and embrace the challenges of the word and of life that God sets before you. God wants to bring out the best in you, so he will prod at your life and reach after you day after day, trying to get you to a place that you're fulfilling his plan and not just hiding behind your doubts, fears, and carnal insecurities. Don't build a tower of confusion in your life. Step out in faith and walk with God.